0: Praise the Lord. Let's everyone stand. Glory to God. I tell you what, if I just brought the benediction right now, God has been good to us. Amen? Everybody say, but that was just the appetizer. The main course is on its way. Let's just lift our hands unto the Lord. Father, in Jesus' name. Lord, we love you. We praise you. We thank you. Father, we just look to you this this morning, and, Father, we're safe. Father, we look to you, and we're strengthened. We look to you, Father God, and we are secure. And, Father, we just ask you right now, Father, as you've opened our eyes, Father, help us to see clearly. Help us to receive everything you're giving. And, Lord, we just declare and we determine in our hearts, Father, that we will do everything you show in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Glory to God. You may be seated. Praise the Lord. You know, Jesus, the Bible says Jesus did only that which he saw his father do. Amen. Everybody say that takes the stress off. Because see, it's not like hey, give me that growing in God summer. I like that. That's that's beautiful. How cool is that? Do you think those grapes stressed out growing? Do you think those, those grapes are going, ah, ah, I think I can do it, ah, just a little bit longer? No, everything that they got came out of that vine. Amen? See, Jesus said, I am the vine. You are the branches. Where does fruit grow? On the branches. Amen. And so anyway, he said, listen, you ain't got to sweat it. All you have to do is stay connected to me, and I'm going to supply everything you need. Amen? And all we have to do is just stay connected to God and not let anything, how many knows, that's the, that's the, that's the fight right there is to stay connected because there's all kind of things trying to distract you, trying to pull you away from what you're supposed to be doing. I'm sorry, what you are supposed to be doing. Glory to God. This morning, we're beginning a brand new series on growing in God. And, uh, and what I want us to do is I want us to see this morning that, uh, that what we're going to do, we are going to begin this morning dealing with, as soon as I can get my page back to here, the fruit of the Spirit. Everybody say the fruit of the Spirit. We're going to begin this morning, on Sunday mornings. We're going to be dealing with the fruit of the spirit, and uh, and see, the fruit of the spirit deals with the character life. We're beginning this summer series this morning on the fruit of the spirit. This summer, we're going to grow the fruit of God's spirit in my life. Everybody say, this summer, I'm going to grow the fruit of God's spirit in my life, and we're going to keep weeds out. <laughs> Oh, glory to God. In Jeremiah, the Bible talks about summer fruit. I love this. Jeremiah chapter 40 and verse 12. It says, Then all the Jews returned from all the places which they had been driven away, and they came to the land of Judah. How many knows what Judah means? Praise. Everybody everybody said we may have been driven out of some places, but we're going to repossess our place by praise. You, I mean, you can't repossess your place by pouting. The Bible says God inhabits the praises of His people. He doesn't inhabit the pouts of His people. God says, give me something to work with. Amen? Because it takes faith to praise God. You praise God before the walls drop. You praise God before you see the breakthrough. You praise God where you're at to see what He's got to do for you. Amen? And so he says, then all the Jews returned from all the places to which they had, they had been driven away and came to the land of Judah and, Je- and Jedidiah and Mizpah, and gathered in wine. Y'all like, ah, oh, look at here. Wine means grapes in the scripture. You look up the connotation. They gathered in grapes. Amen. And how many knows that, that wine or grapes or the fruit of the vine represents joy? Everybody say praise produces joy i mean you get you begin to praise god you're going to start gathering up wine you're going to start gathering up joy and i love the rest of this this is in the new american standard bible and summer fruit in abundance everybody say summer fruit in abundance whoo glory how many i know besides marina how many enjoys fruit season Ah, glory to God. Whenever everything is ripe and ready, glory to God. In uh, the summer, this, everybody say, this summer, God desires us as his children to gather in the fruit of his spirit in abundance. Mmm, glory to God. See, God is glorified through our lives when we bear much fruit of his spirit. Everybody say, God's glorified whenever I bear fruit. And summer is a natural season for growth. And as a church, let's use this summer to grow spiritually in character and charisma of Christ. Everybody say we need to grow in the character and the charisma of Christ. Now see, the character of Christ is the fruit of the Spirit. The charisma of Christ is the gifts of the Spirit. How many ever heard about a charismatic church? You're sitting in one. We believe in the gifts of the Spirit. Amen? That are in the Bible. That he said are for our good. To edify us. Amen? And they're supernatural gifts. They're not natural gifts. And so God wants us, but see, he doesn't want us to get the charisma without the character. How many knows charisma can take you to the top, but only character can keep you there, right? I mean, a lot of folks can can get their way ahead giftedly, but only character can keep you there, amen? And so uh, when we receive Jesus Christ as the Lord of our life, the Bible says we are translated out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son, Spiritually, Colossians tells us about this in Colossians chapter uh, 1 and verse 12. He says, Giving thanks unto the Father which hath made us meet, or that means able, which has made us able to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son, in whom we have redemption through his blood even the forgiveness of sins. Everybody said we've been translated, picked up and carried out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of His dear Son. And see, He said He translated us out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of His dear Son. That's a charisma gift. That is a favor. That's something that He bestows on us through faith in Him that we couldn't do for ourselves. Everybody say, salvation is a gift. It's a gift. You can't earn it. You can't grow it. You can't get good enough to be saved. Amen? That's a gift. The Bible says, for it is by grace that we are saved through faith. And that not of yourself, it is a gift. Amen? Lest any man should boast. No, you can't can't get good enough to get saved. Jesus was the only one good enough to save us. And his shed blood on Calvary is full payment for all of our sins, past, present, and future. Amen? And so once we are born again, once we have become a Christian, we are, are translated spiritually out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. Now, everybody say now, as children of God, through faith in Jesus Christ, then we must be transformed mentally mentally. Everybody says, children of God, our part is to let our minds be transformed by God's word so that I can know what His will is for my life. Because see, the gift of God was salvation. He translated us out of the kingdom of God, out of the kingdom of darkness, into the kingdom of his dear son. Now, as children, what our part is, is to be transformed. Everybody say, my part is to be transformed by the renewing of my mind. That's my part. Romans chapter 12 and verse 1. It says that I beseech you, therefore, brethren, I'm reading out of the King James. You'll like this. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye, everybody say ye, Ye. means me. (laughs) That's a funny word, ye. Anyways. Okay, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Who is the responsible party in this passage? <laughs> we are, ye are, right? Ye means me, which also means we or usins, weins, whatever. Okay. We who's responsible for your mind being renewed? Yeah. Everybody say, I am the responsible party for the renewing of my mind. I have to get God's word into my eyes, into my ears, and into my mouth so that my mind can be renewed by God's word so I can know how to think and how to act and how to live according to his will. Because, see, just because you're, how many, how many know, I mean, after you got born again, you still wanted to be stupid? How many ever wanted to be stupid after you gave your life to Jesus Christ? Three of us, okay. All the rest of we'll pray for all the, you know, Bible said liars are all going to go to hell. (laughs) How or what is it that we are to renew our minds with? With God's word, thank you. That's why you're sitting on the front row. Glory to. That's why I married you because she got all the right answers. Glory to God. When I was growing up, I used to spend every summer on my Paw Paul's farm, and uh, I don't know about you, but I I love those times that I had together there on Paul Paul's farm. He farmed uh, some fifteen hundred acres down there in in, uh, in Arkansas, and uh, he grew cotton and soybean. How many's ever worked on a farm before? Yeah. And uh, my papa he grew cotton and soybean. And so uh every summer we'd go down there, we'd spend all summer working on the farm, and uh they, my brothers all laugh at me because I was the youngest, and uh and my my uncle made on, on top of a high boy. You know what a high boy is? The high boy tractors, and uh they, and they don't call them high boy for nothing. They way up high. I mean they they tall tractors. And my, my uncle put a, a a beam like a four by four tube across the top of it and welded and welded across the high boy and put three seats on it. There was three my, on my brothers, you know. And we had to we'd have to spray Johnson grass. Because you don't want Johnson grass in your soybean field or in your cotton field. And so we'd no we probably use DDT, so that may be what's wrong with me. <laughs> Y'all pray, okay? Anyway, that uh spraying that stuff and, and we'd go and so it was so funny because all my brothers, they'll never let me forget. Oh, you remember that time Alan fell asleep? I don't know if I was, if I'd fell asleep or what, but anyway, that, that's as the story goes that they tell about me, that I fell asleep and I was out on the outside seat, you know, and they went down there and, and they got to the end of that turn row. You know what a turn row is? Down to the end, and got to the end of that row and to turn around to come this way, and whenever they, whenever they did it, hit way down, and see, my feet wouldn't hit the pegs. 'Cause I was always short, fat, and hard to get at. I was about four or five foot, whichever way you measure whichever way you measured me. You know what I mean and that thing I mean just bounced me right off. I mean, I, and so on t- remember it's a high boy. It's way up there. And so it just bounced me right off onto the turn row and uh <laughs> man the man that worked for my papa, he said, Oh, Mr. Campbell kill me. Mr. Campbell kill me. <laughs> he said, I don't I don't kill his his grandson. I said, No, I ain't dead. Stop the truck. <laughs> anyways, that was one of my stories from on the, uh, on the uh, farm. But he raised cotton and soybean. Everybody say this year, Change Point Church is raising the fruit of the Spirit and the gifts of the Spirit this summer. We're going to have summer fruit in abundance. Amen. Glory to God. See the fruit of the Spirit deals with the character of Christ. And the gifts of the Spirit deal with with the charisma of Christ. Everybody say the fruit of the Spirit deals with the character of Christ in us. The gifts of the Spirit deal with the charisma of Christ in us. Amen. And so character Uh, just so I'm just going to define some terms here as we get started, is the aggregate or the whole of features and traits that form the individual nature of some person or thing. Character is your moral or ethical quality. A man of fine or honorable character, they talk about. Qualities of honesty, courage, or the like, integrity. Everybody say this is all of character. See, character is who you are when no one else is around. If you want to know what your true character is, who are you when you don't think anybody's looking? When you don't think anybody's going to find out? Amen? Glory to God. Now, see, um, I tell you, David, I'm going to pick on you for just a minute. Because David got up there uh, and the Lord just gave him a tremendous deal this past week and uh, opened a huge door. But, David, your character showed up. And showed out to that person that you got. I mean, because, see, he, in the world's term, they say, "Man, you stole that deal." I mean, you, you stole that. Deal. I mean, it was it was worth thousands and thousands of dollars, and he got it for what, two dollars. And all he had to do was go scoop up the blessings. See, brother David's a tither. He's a giver of offerings. He's a servant in the house of God. Everybody say he's a candidate for the open windows of heaven on his life and everything that's a part of him. And so anyway, so he just so he gets up there and ends up he had to go to another state to pick up the blessings. And, uh, and so anyway, he gets up there and he reala- he sees all these other things that, that he's like, "Wow, so uh you know, I feel bad about t-. so he get everybody say he gave them more than they asked for. And so he blessed him, And then that blessing led him into more blessing. See, that's your character showing up. Amen? Not trying to, uh, and so he just showed, and he gave, and so anyway, he blessed, ended up, his character opened up a whole nother room for him. And I mean, then they had to haul back twice as much, and then he said, Pastor, that's not all. He said, but then we found out that she's got trucks that need service, and so they're going to start sending all their services to us as well. Everybody say blessings are hunting down those with character to handle it. Mm. Glory to God. And charisma, if you want if you're making if you're making notes, charisma is a divinely conferred gift or power. Charisma, a divinely conferred gift or, or a power, a spiritual power or personal, or personal quality that gives an individual influence or authority over large numbers of people, the special virtue of an office, function, or position, etc. See, charisma has to do with gifts and giftings. Everybody say charisma has to do with gifts and giftings. Whereas fruit, everybody say fruit, has to do with growth, and growing. I like to keep you guys busy so you don't fall asleep on me. You know I've got that anointing. Every time JJ or Troy get up in my arms, Michael and Jessica's children, they go, they fall asleep, and so uh, they're so funny. Donna said, yeah, he has that, he ha- he has that uh, effect on most people. Anyways, okay, moving right along. little humor, very little humor. That uh, as children of God and disciples of Jesus Christ, we need both the character and the charisma. Amen? Everybody says, well, I'll just take the character. No, you need the character and the charisma. Amen? Character opens doors for you that you will be able to walk through. Amen? Amen? And so Jesus taught much about fruit. Turn with me in your Bibles to Matthew chapter 7. In verse 16, Matthew 7, 16. Because, see, fruit is important in the life of a believer. Very important. Matthew chapter 7 and verse 16 says, You will know them, how? By their fruits. He says, Do men gather grapes of thorn, from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? And the answer, the answer is no. Even so, every good tree bears what? Good fruit, but a bad tree bears Bad fruit, a good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Therefore, by their what? Fruits, you will know them. Who's talking here? Jesus is talking here, okay? Matthew chapter 12 and verse 33. It says, either make the tree good and its fruit good, or else make the tree bad and its fruit bad. For a tree is known how? By its fruit. Jesus is telling us it's not rocket science, folks. No, no matter what you say you are, your fruit is what determines what you are and who you are. Everybody say my fruit determines who I am. See, an apple tree is an apple tree not because it says it's an apple tree, but because it grows apples. That apple tree can sit up there and say, Oh, uh-uh, I'm a tomato vine. But you're bearing apples, right? As children of God through faith in Jesus Christ, we are born of the Spirit. Therefore, since we're born of the Spirit, the fruit of the Spirit is what identifies us as children of God. You might want to write this down. This is so cool. The fruit of the Spirit is the DNA that proves we're His kids. We're going to talk about the fruit of the Spirit. There's nine fruit of the Spirit that the Bible talks about. And that fruit, Jesus said, you'll know them by their fruits. In other words, what we're producing in our life determines who we are. I mean, we can go around because, you know, the Bible says in the the day of judgment, many are going to come to him in that day and say, say, uh, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name? Have we not cast out demons in your name? Have we not done many wonderful works in your name? And he's going to say, Depart from me, you workers of iniquity. I never knew you. How's he going to know us? By our fruit. Because, see, listen, if that right there, if that vine wasn't bearing grapes, and a grape vine that's made up to look like a grapevine vine had cantaloupe, hanging off of it you say what that's a cantaloupe vine that's not no it's a grapevine no that's a cantaloupe vine no no it just looks like a cantaloupe but it's really a grapevine y'all see where I'm going here there's a whole bunch of folks that say no I'm a Christian I'm a Christian but they cuss you out as soon as look at you I mean they'll bite your head off and feed it to the sharks I'm a Christian if, if you tell somebody you're a Christian and they're surprised, we got problems. I'll pick on Merlin over here. i tell you what. Merlin, he said to his boss, he said, he said boss, he said, uh, I just want to let you know, the Lord's been dealing with me. Uh, I believe I'm supposed to be going to Bible college. And his boss looked at him. He said, uh, I want to give the first $1,000 towards your tuition. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Hey, look at this. Look at this. I tell you, so do you think he's been bearing any fruit? Amen. Now, listen, that's not anything about us. It's about who we're connected to. See, all we got to do is stay connected. And there's all kinds of opportunities for us to get, have a fallout. Amen. But we've got to stay connected. We've got to stay committed. We've got to build our character. Amen. Let the fruit of the Spirit be in us. See, because the fruit of the Spirit is the DNA that proves we're his kids. Whoo, that's good. I tell you what, somebody come up there and <laughs> say, Yeah, Jesus, you my Lord. He said, He said, Check his DNA. See if that's my boy. How many knows they do that nowadays? And they can tell by your DNA if you belong to him them or not. Check his DNA. Is the fruit of the Spirit flowing through your veins? Being produced in your life? If not, woo-hoo, wait a minute, do I really know you? It got real quiet in here, didn't it? John chapter 15, let's look over there. John 15, verses 1 through 8 right there. John chapter 15, it says, this is Jesus speaking here. Once again, we've been talking of this and referring to this. I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit he takes away, and every branch that bears fruit he prunes <laughs> amen so listen if you're being pruned if you're being pruned, how many feels like you're being pruned right now if you're being pruned, good news you've been bearing fruit amen he says it much fruit for without me he says you can do nothing if anyone does not abide in me he is cast out as a branch and is withered and they and they gather them and throw them into the fire and they are burned if you abide in me and my words abide in you you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you by this everybody say by bearing much fruit is my Father glorified that you bear much fruit? He says, By this is my Father glorified that you bear much fruit. So that you, so you will be my disciples, Jesus says. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and what? <laughs> Does he have fruit on the brain? Yes, that you go forth and bear fruit and that your what? Fruit should remain. And whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give you these things I command you, that you love one another. One more scripture, and we're jumping into the main text of this message. Therefore, Romans chapter 7. Romans chapter 7 and verse 4. Therefore, my beloved brethren, you also have become dead to the law through the body of Christ that you should be married to another, to him who raised from the dead, that we should bear fruit to God. Now that we know how important it is to God that we bear fruit unto him, let's take a few minutes, and I'm just going to open this text, and I'm going to let you chew on it throughout this week, okay? And uh, because we had to set the scene. How many knows we're going to grow some fruit? We're going to grow in God this summer. And I'm going to take just a couple of more minutes, and we'll, we'll close this down. But I, I believe you—you know they taught me in Bible college that, that the Spirit can only receive that which the seat can endure. But they told me these are hour and a half seats. Anyways, I think we're closing in on it, aren't we? That uh, now that we know how important it is to God that we bear fruit unto Him, let's take a few minutes and look at what kind of fruit He's talking about. The fruit of the Spirit, Galatians chapter 5, Galatians chapter five and verse sixteen. We're going to read this passage of scripture and and next uh, and so this right here. We'll just let everybody get the get the CD of this or get the message offline of this, and then we'll move forward next Sunday. Amen. We'll jump right into love and joy. Amen. That's the first two fruit of the spirit we're going to talk about. okay. This, he says in Galatians chapter 5 and verse 16, he says, This I say then walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh. Did you know your flesh is not your spirit's friend? Your flesh wants to do whatever feels good, no matter who it costs or what it, what it makes God feel like. Okay? He, your flesh is, is an enemy of your spirit. You have to make your flesh, serve your spirit. For the flesh lusteth against, against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. And these two are contrary. How many's ever had a child that was contrary? <laughs> you would want them <laughs> contrary to you? Anyway, He said, for the flesh are contrary the one to the other, so that you cannot do the things that you would. What he's saying here, is as a born-again child of God, your heart wants to do what's right. Your heart wants to bring to to walk in love, to walk in joy, to walk in peace, to have all the fruit of the Spirit, be long-suffering, patient, temperate, kind, all these things coming out of you at all times. But how many knows your flesh sometimes (laughs) doesn't do right? And what went like they used to tell me when I was coming up, you got to jerk the slack out of that junior, right? You got—I mean, you got to jerk the slack out of that flesh and say, "Uh-uh." I mean, what do you do whenever a dog's trying to just run, run? Uh-uh. Come on. You got to train them, right? That's what you got to do with your flesh. You got to tell your flesh, "Uh-uh, this ain't your show, boy." You got to tell your flesh to shut up and sit down. This is your captain speaking. Put your seatbelt on. And as we go into these high altitudes, don't be acting stupid. That's the St. Allen translation. Anyway. For the flesh lusts against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. And these two are contrary one to another, so that you cannot do the things that you would or that you should. But if you be led of the spirit, you're not under the law. But un- now the works of the flesh are these. these are, this is the way the flesh tries to act adultery fornication uncleanness lasciviousness idolatry witchcraft hatred variance emulations wrath strife seditions heresies envies murders drunkenness revelings and the such like everybody say such likes on the news every evening that's what's going all that's the, that's the works of the flesh everybody say not in this house we're producing the fruit of the spirit that gives God glory. Uh, glory to God. He says that, uh, he said right here, he says, he says the drunkenness, revelings, and the such like of which I tell you before as I have told you in the past, in times past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Everybody say stupid doesn't inherit the kingdom of God. See, the flesh is stupid. It makes you stupid. It makes you do stupid stuff. And stupid doesn't inherit the kingdom of God. I didn't say it. He said it. Right? I just translated it for you. Now, but, everybody say but. (laughs) See, this is where we're going to. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, Against such there is no law. And they that are Christ's have crucified the flesh. Everybody say, they that are Christians crucify stupid. Okay? That crucify the flesh with its affections and lusts. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. What does it mean to walk in the Spirit? It means to walk in love. It means to walk in joy. Amen? You're like, yeah, I can walk in love as long as everybody's lovely. What difference are you from the world? If you can if you can love people who are lovely, the world loves lovely people. But what about whenever folks are acting like fools? Getting on your last nerve. Standing. Just <laughs> sort of, you know. What about then? See, that's whenever the love of God truly shines amen because that's what separates the men from the boys that's what separates the christians from the non-christians amen is what it whenever the heat is on what are you what what are, i mean as long as we're in church everybody's wonderful you get outside of church i mean somebody cut you off between here and the red light don't be waving at them with a the few fingers down okay you know that, yeah. Okay, listen. Just as we're closing here, I want you. To realize, there are seventeen works of the flesh that are lifted, listed in this passage, and only nine fruit of the spirit. So, what does that tell me? It's about twice as easy to walk in the flesh than it, than it is in the spirit. Amen. It's a. It's it's it's, all, it's it's a lot harder to walk in the spirit than it is in the flesh because the world is walking in the flesh. Hmm. Today we're gonna to learn. I just want to drop this nugget in you, and then uh then I want to praise team of band to come back. It's, uh we're gonna learn about the fruit of the Spirit that's mentioned in the first pass is love. Love. You guys sung about love? I want the praise team of band to come back up. And I I that uh, and I, I want us to that uh I that good, good father, I love that. Excellent. And uh, we're going to talk about the love of God. See, love is, this, this kind of love is not that kind, oh, I'm in love. No, that's not the kind. Of, love is the kind of love that God has towards us while we are yet sinners. Amen? I mean, love is what you had towards Troy last night whenever he was at the party over at Sheila's house, and, and he was fired up. Woo! And daddy took him out back and took care of his britches. Brought him back in. That's love. Amen. Love's dealing with stinky stuff. Amen. Love and love just looking right past it. Amen. That's, the, that's how God loves us. And that's how God expects us to love one another. Jesus said, Even as I've loved you, so you love one, one another. We can't just love whenever everything's pretty. Whenever everything's wonderful. Amen. Whenever everybody acts right. Well, I can't love you because. Mm. Let's everybody stand. Oh, I tell you what. The Lord is good. Amen. He's so good. And I don't want you to miss next Sunday morning. Because I scratched the surface of this morning's message. And we're going we're to just jump right in next Sunday morning on the love of God and how to develop the love of God. Because how many knows it doesn't come natural? It doesn't come natural to pray for those who despitefully use you. It doesn't come natural to forgive those who have persecuted you. And I mean stomped all over your business. But God said that we can through his love he doesn't want us to be a floor mat and just get constantly walked on but see what love does love lifts you amen love elevates you above that situation so you can see that situation so you can pray for those people who are despitefully using you and persecuting you amen and doing all and speaking all manner of evil against you amen oh hallelujah where do we learn how to love? From our good, good Father. Amen. Let's sing that song. Hallelujah. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, the Lord. Woo! It is good to be here today. Amen? The Lord is lifting us. He's strengthening us. I don't know about you, but how many has ever been in a place where you needed to jump? Huh? Brother Jim brought some books this morning that he wanted to bless anybody in this place that needed to jump. You know what I'm saying? Needs a jump start. I mean, your your, your, your battery's dead. You need some more juice. This little book right here, it's 31 word decrees that will revolutionize your life. How many knows that the power of death and life are right here in your tongue? Everybody say the answer is right under my nose. (laughs) I mean, if you just get the right thing in your mouth. And start speaking it over your life. The Bible calls your tongue the rudder, like a rudder of a ship. It will navigate your life in the direction it needs to go. Amen. Actually, your rudder will navigate your life in the way that you call it. Everybody say rudders are dumb. They don't know anything but what we tell them to do. we got to tell our tongue what to do. If we want to change the course of our life, we've got to change the words being released over our life. Amen. And so I'm just going to, what the Lord would have, yes, sir. Uh-huh. Amen. Yes. 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 And they help you. Yes. Yeah. Destroy yeah. your Yeah. Yes. 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 Amen. Amen. Yes. Come on. Come on. Come on. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Y'all share them now, okay? They, 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 we need a couple more, but listen. Okay, y'all pass. Glory to God. Let's just speak a blessing over Brother Jim. See, right? you know how you deal with mourning? You deal with it with generosity. With giving, he just lost his mother this week. Friday, Father, I thank you. I, I know exactly. You know exactly. She's in heaven right now. I Glory did, did to God. Let's just stretch our hands out She's to Father. There, where I can't be there you go, Father. In Jesus' name, we thank you for Brother Jim, Father. We thank you for his heart of generosity and joy and love, Father. That he just wants to release to those who are in need, and Father, we thank you that as he sows seed into others' need, Father, you supply all of his need according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. And Father, may you bless Jim in every way. Father, may you be with the family right now and the Norma's passing from here to your place. And Father, we just ask you right now, Father, to just oversee all the services, all the, the times together and the families and all the details. And Father, we just ask your blessing over each and every one. Father, may you bless us and keep us May your face shine upon us. May you be gracious unto unto us. Lift up your countenance upon us. Be gracious unto us, Father, we pray. And give us peace. In Jesus' name, amen and amen.